Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are and where we come from. So who are you and where did you come from? So my name is Grace. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to start laughing. Um, and I'm from, I'm originally from Ringsend. Grew up in Glasnevin and Finglas, and now I live in Carpentristown, or Castleknock. Castle, that's because I wonder where Carpentristown was, because I didn't know where it was. I'm being posh, I'll say Castleknock, <laughs> but it's really Carpentristown. But, um, yeah. So. so I could just leave you hanging there and you'll kill me. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not, this is my, I'm a podcast version, so... <laughs> You're be a pod- nice to me, and I'm very nervous at the moment. So. No, you'll be fine. You're a podcast virgin, <laughs> but you're not an Instagram virgin, because that's where I found no. you first and foremost, was your sarcasm, yeah. your humour. Yeah. I find you very funny. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah, as a lot of people I think that follow you do follow yeah. you, find you quite funny, because you're just no bullshit, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just... Yeah, I just don't take myself too seriously, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I just kind of probably take the mickey a little bit, but yeah, there's no. Out of all different things. And the thing is that I love about you as well, is, and the reason why you're here, because I just have a little bit of a fashion fascination with it, is that your job. I know. <laughs> I know, you wouldn't put up with my personality. Yeah. And when people think of what I do, they think... They have a certain image in their mind, and I suppose I'm probably not it. Although all that's changed now, like, you know. Um, so, yeah, I just say what I am. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like a big reveal. It's so. like tonight, Matthew. <laughs> I, <laughs> tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be a funeral director. Yeah. So, yeah, I work in a funeral home. I work in Stafford's funeral home. And, um, yeah, I suppose I years ago, it's not a, it's kind of, a, it would have been a more male-dominated Mm. kind of career uh, but now there's more women and we're not all you know standing around like miserable looking in long black coats like we do actually have a sense of humor and yeah but it did like because I remember I was in town and I seen a woman <laughs> and that was the first, she was the very first woman and it was only recent like yeah and um, was it my auntie's funeral yeah I think it was my auntie's funeral and it was the first time I seen a woman and I was like oh my god isn't it a grace I was like, look, I was like, because like, you're the only well, one. There was plenty of women before me. I have yeah. like, <laughs> you're not the pioneer I'm of it now. No, no. Um, but I suppose there's more and more. Like in our company now, there'd be, it's probably nearly 50 50 male and female. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and like, it doesn't surprise me. Like, I think women make great funerals, nothing against the men. Like, yeah. but I do think women just have that natural kind of. Why do you um, think it was men originally? I don't know. I suppose maybe it's something to do with all the heavy lifting and, you know, and I suppose going back, like it would have been all, 
you know, it was in the family, it ran in the family, so it'd be passed down to the children and that. But now it's more like you don't have to be, you know, your your parent doesn't have to be a funeral director or it doesn't have to be in the family. You can, you know, if you want to be a funeral director, you can just be a Do funeral you have to go to college so, for um, no, they, well, not for where I work now, the training was brilliant, like, Jesus, mm. I've never had training like, like it before in any other job that I've worked for, um, so, and I think that's the best way of learning, now there is a lot, there's a lot to take in, um, but, yeah, once, you don't have to go to college for it, like. And then talk me to me about, like, because it does take <clears throat> a certain person to become a funeral director, because I think if I... I didn't podcast for me sometimes is bad enough, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I would be down <clears throat> inside Stafford's every day, born in Sage, <laughs> like, you know, putting it everywhere and being yeah. like, blessed with something, taking it Like as if home. you'd be scared, is it? Or Yeah, but also like, yeah, yeah, but, but cleansing yourself of the stories, <laughs> you, know, you know, like of, of the, that person and, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that you're like, you're not well, taking them home with you, like mentally and, Oh, you know. as in like it could be draining. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, you do have to try and leave it like at work mm. and when you come home and like I am very good at kind of doing that. So, you know, when I go home, I'm not thinking about work when mm. I try not to. I mean, you're going to come across certain you know, deaths or circumstances that will kind of stay with you. Like, I mean, if it was a, a young child or something like that, you're not just going to go home and forget about it. And mm-hmm. I, like, I'm, I was going to say, especially if you have children yourself, but I don't think you need to have children to be, mm-hmm. you know, to feel that way. But um, you just have to try and not, you know. Um, and to be honest, like, when you're meeting with a family, you know, you're hearing their stories and you're really getting to know the person that they've come in to arrange a funeral for. But then behind the scenes, there's an awful lot of stuff that needs to be done. So it's not like, the, you know, the family leave and then you're just sitting there with your thoughts mm. for the rest of the day, yeah. you know. There's an awful lot of work that goes on behind the scenes of being a funeral director and arranging a funeral that a lot of people don't see. Yeah. So what you most people see is the day of the funeral. Yeah. But like a lot of, you know, there's a lot of steps that need, there's a lot of paperwork, a lot of paperwork that needs to be signed, all that kind of stuff. So, um, and that's why the, I know you were laughing when we had the, mm. we decided to <laughs> set up a social media page, yeah. which I know is a really, it's a really strange thing to do mm-hmm. for a funeral director, but with the way things are going, it's just the way the world mm. is going now and we're not the only like there's other funeral directors have social media pages and like we're I suppose the difference is that we're not trying like a lot of people set up social media they're trying to push a product or they're you know they're setting up their own business and that's Mm. great it's you know but for us it it was really like it's a well-established place so it was just to try and show people you know what goes on in a funeral home or what we do. I think a lot of people have this kind of, like, I mean, even when I was younger, I remember I'd be walking home from school, walking past the funeral mm. directors in the, I think it was Fingless Village, and I used to be looking in the window going, I wonder what goes on in there. Mm. Everyone has this kind of like, oh, do you know? Um, but we're actually a really nice, friendly bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> I remember and, a story you know, that um, I it was my nanny's birthday and I walked past this funeral home like, and I'll say Stafford's just for the podcast yeah. as well, past the funeral home. <laughs> and I said to her, um, 
was, I got down and it was our birthday and I didn't realise our birthday. And I saw, I, saw, I was walking past up the road here. I said, I was going to get you flowers. And she was like, it's <laughs> Daffords. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. But it was the same thing because like, it's like, it is like, when you look past, it's a dominant <clears throat> building. Like, you know what I mean? It is like when you're walking past a yeah. home and like, you know, the big black gates or the big grey building or whatever. When you're inside, like now it's not yeah. like that. Like even it's funny because the we have a Stafford's out in, like there's a few different ones, but yeah. there's one out in Ballyfermot and be, right next door to it is a coffee shop. and sometimes you'll see people they're just talking and they're walking by our doors they'll open the doors they're meant to be going into the coffee shop and i'll and sometimes you will hear (gasps) and then oh jesus no quick that's like it's like this whole but like if you actually go into the staffords and bally firm it's absolutely it's really bright it's gorgeous like it's absolutely fabulous like um huge big place so it's not like Year, I suppose the idea that you'd have years ago of like yeah. this dark room, yeah. dark curtains, and everyone, you know, is walking around like really sad looking, you know. Yeah. But um, it's, yeah, things are changing, I suppose. And yeah. Can I ask you about the, first of all, the social media? I mean, go through the process because I really want to know about the process, and I know a lot of people do. And even I said to my mother in law tonight that you were coming, she was like, That's so interesting. She's like, Don't forget to ask about urns and all this. And I was like, I will, I will. And then, as I said to Alan Hughes, was like, Oh God, he was like, Ask her about these coffins and all. I was like, No, I will ask her about these. <laughs> but two. I love that though. Yeah. Um, people, but people are afraid to talk about yeah. anything like that. And it's gas because gonna happen to everybody it should mm. be something that people talk about openly i know it's probably comes easier for someone like me but i mean it is something that's gonna happen to everyone no one will escape it yeah. like and it is yeah. something that we should all probably think about and mm. is it not better to be thinking about it when you're fit and healthy and feeling okay the lot you don't want to be thinking about it when you're mm. sick or you know what i yeah. mean it's probably worse um yeah but people just don't want to they don't yeah. yeah like even my own family i sometimes forget and i'd be sitting around you know, be in my sister's house, whatever, and I'd start talking about like that and urn or something. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what will you stop? Like, you know? um, Do you have but, like yeah. favorites? Like your favorite urn? You'd be like, no, that's massive. I oh, yeah, sometimes they'd be looking and I'd say, that's lovely. Or the coffins, you know, I'd be going, I'd, now that'd be now what I'd choose. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. But to me, that's just like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't frighten me or, yeah. or you know, a lot of the times people would be leaving after a proposal and they might say, like, are you here on your own? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And are you not scared? Yeah. <laughs> just like, but I think that's movies and horror movies, you know, yeah. like that yeah. kind of thing. But it's actually, it's probably one of the most peaceful places you can be in. And it's. Pull that in a little bit, you yeah. know. Mm. Um, sorry, you know, you know, right. I wasn't used to this now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's peaceful. It's peaceful and, yeah, it's not scary at all. And, yeah, and I suppose with the social media page, it's just trying to, like. Yeah, so talk to me about that. It's hard to, like. Who's like, did he, did the boss come to you? Did you go to the no, boss? And go? Like, how does that happen? So, um, no, he didn't. Now, um, Jonathan wouldn't be into social media now, you know, mm. it'd be like a lot of men just ah, social media. But mm. um, it was one of the other managers had kind of mentioned it. He was saying, you know, doesn't we kind of need to move with the times like you know the way everything becomes computerized or yeah you know you just have to even though sometimes it's hard and like it is awkward because i mean like a funeral home i mean the things that grab people's attention online is humor Mm. controversy um you know stuff like that but these are a lot of things you can't really 
I can't go just coughing in the no, week. No, and like and in like all that. fairness, who wants to be scrolling through their feed and yeah. then something about funeral home comes up? Yeah. Like even when I was asking some of my friends, it's like, will you give that page a follow? <laughs> oh God, are you serious? Like, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, trying not to make it too morbid and, mm-hmm. you know. It has I to be light. You have to make it light, like, you know. Yeah. Like being a funeral, Jack, you can't be walking around. You have to kind of have a lighter side and you know and even to be honest like a lot of families would come into us and for some of them you know like for some of them it is very upset well for all of them it's very upsetting Mm. but you might have a family where the person has lived a really long full life and they're it's more celebrating the life the person and you know sometimes like you'd be surprised you'd be walking by the room that the family are in and you'd hear everybody laughing and you know what I mean so um yeah it's so talk to me down, like, what happens, right? So say, God forbid, somebody dies, belong to me, right? Yeah. What am I doing? So I suppose the, so if, say, God forbid, someone in your family died, they're in the hospital, um, what you do is you'd ring your, well, you can ring your local funeral home, the nearest funeral home, or you can ring staffers, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, whatever, whoever you want to ring. Um, and then we'll just take the information from you. And then we basically take over from there. Now, when I say take over, I don't mean we, like you have no say, you tell us what you want to do, mm-hmm. and then we'll just take over. So um, we would contact the, the place that they passed away in, whether that be the hospital, if they passed away home, we'd contact the, um, the doctor would have already been and gone because someone obviously has to mm-hmm. pronounce the death. Um, sometimes we may need to get in touch with the doctor ourselves and we would do that we'd get in touch with the church if you want to have a church service or you might just want to have a service in the funeral home or we'd contact the crematorium we'd look after the flowers and um, so we basically we'd get the some information from you and then we'd normally get the family to come in and we'd go through all of the arrangements so we just ask you what you want and then we take over because you're not going to be in the right frame of mind mm-hmm. Like no one, no one nowadays likes making phone calls anyway. Never yeah, mind, know. you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. So we just do all of that for you, and so basically, you just have to show up then, um, for you know if you want a proposal or. And you do know. you like take them like because this is like was it so, yeah was when my aunt died we were in the funeral home, and we were like no do they come and take her like like so do you come and take her does the more come and take like how does it work like that so we would the appointed funeral director yeah so if it was the hospital um we have to wait from for clearance from mm. the hospital first before we can remove anyone from their place mm. death. so we have to wait in clearance from a doctor sometimes the coroner might be involved um you know if someone dies in a nursing home um, and once we get the clearance and once we have permission from the family mm. then we will go and remove them from place of death and then take them into our care then and then and you were saying to me earlier on about like the grant stuff because I know this is like a really very different podcast to what we're, we, we I know, know we do. God, you're probably going to lose loads of listeners <laughs> <laughs> not at all but I just because I'm just so fascinated by yeah, it and well, I'm just sure ask me if I can answer obviously like, like, like know, I have to you know like the, so then like how much does a funeral cost like because my ma hasn't got herself insured for that much and I told her yeah. she's getting a pauper's funeral off me <laughs> No, because the townies, they have the dinners, they have the big parties. And I was like, ma, I'm not paying for your funeral, I don't care. (laughs) So you don't have to be, like, it depends what kind of funeral you want to have. Like, you can get a funeral for 
as cheap as 2000 or I should say as cheap as little as 2000 mm. you can spend up to 20 grand if you want you know it's a, like there's certain things you don't need to to go for like um I mean you know you don't have to have like you would need a hearse but you don't have to have limousines you don't have to have flowers you can have a very small arrangement um you know like there's loads of the, the coffin you can we have lovely coffins that are quite basic you don't have to go for really extravagant coffins like it's completely I mean you just have to use your common sense really yeah. you know um but you don't have to you can have like you know simple funeral it depends you and know. then talk to me about the cremation. Like, is cremation really popular now? It is. Um, I suppose, like, a lot of people would go for... See, to, if you're going for burial, if you have an existing grave, you just have to pay for the opening of that grave. Mm. If you don't have an existing grave, um, to buy a new plot can be considered kind of expensive. It depends where you're buying the grave. Cremation would have been considered the grave. Do you? Which, if I say to you, I want a grave. Do you go find a grave, or do I find a grave? Well, you just tell us where. So, what cemetery you'd like to go with? Now, some yeah. cemeteries you can't purchase a new grave. Um, some cemeteries you would have to be in, live in that area, or have family that are already buried there. A lot of them, there's no problem at all. So, Balgriffin, you could get Balgriffin extension. You can get a new grave there. Or um, in Dardis Town, mm. or yeah, so Bal Griffin is quite like. I mean, for I think at the moment, a new grave there is two thousand six hundred thirty six euro or something to be exact. My but if you lot. had already had a grave there, yeah, you're paying it's nine hundred and forty two euro or something like that just to open the grave. So my mother in law had a grave in Bal Griffin and sold it. I think about. 15 years ago she got a fortune for it yeah yeah she got a fortune yeah now i think with some well it did happen i don't know whether it was a palmerstown it was a long good while ago um someone was inquiring they'd purchased a grave a long long time ago and they were considering selling it but they were told um that the cemetery would only buy it back off them for the price that they paid which was at the time very very little so yeah so so with cremation, I suppose, you know, for a cremation in, say, Glasnevin, Dardistown or Newlands is 780 euro. But then if you're going to enter the ashes, which is you can put the ashes into a wall or into a grave, then you're going to be paying extra for that anyway. Right. But if you're going to keep them at home or scatter them, then that would be the least expensive So option. with the cremation... You still have to have a, a, a coffin, yeah? Yes. I know that's yeah. a stupid question. No, but like, it's not at all. And everyone asks us that. You mm. know, a lot, all the families, when, well, most of them, when they're in choosing the coffin, they'll say, oh, I've, this is a stupid question, but do they stay in the coffin? That is one of the most popular questions mm. we get asked. And you do. You go into the coffin, and once the coffin, you know, obviously a coffin might remain open for a reposal if that's something you're having. Mm. And then obviously when, before it goes to the church or be, before you have a service, that coffin will be closed and that stays closed. It's not opened again for health and safety reasons. And then that would go in to the cremation chamber. Yeah. Now in some, I don't know, like probably other countries, there's probably mm. cultures where they don't, like, I don't know. Have to and is it true, like, you know, up, stupid question time, but is it true, like, that they're like, that mightn't even be your ma or your dad. I should start saying no, dad. No, I don't think your ma's going to die anytime soon. Like, no. but like people. No, like, that's another crap. People yeah. are like, how do you know if like they're not mixed in? So how do we know that's their ashes? So, yeah. 
you can only fit one coffin at a time in the cremation chamber and the process takes a couple of hours. It's like an extreme heat. Um, so they can't be mixed in. Um, so really, the you know, like I don't, I'm, I'm always afraid to say too much in case someone's listening and they're like, oh, I don't yeah. know that. But like basically you can't, it's not possible to be mixed in with anyone right. else's ashes. The ashes that you get and they're all from the time they go into the cremation chamber to the time that the it's finished and it goes into the ashes. There is like an identity tag that's on it. So you can't be mixed with anyone else's ashes. So the ashes you get are your loved one's ashes. Because I know a lot of people. Yeah. Because that's what, like, you know, you hear those horror stories and that's something that you're really... Yeah, like, and that's... And, like, obviously I can only say it from from Ireland's point of view. I don't know what happens in other countries, but, like, th- this is the thing. It's like anything online. Like, someone, one person will say, oh, well, you know, my uncle Paddy was talking to Mick and Mick's brother, he used to be a grave digger and he said that, you know, and that's all it takes and then before you know it, it grows legs yeah. and then, you know, and you're like, can we find who Paddy and Mick are and yeah. find out if that's if that actually happened but like <laughs> do you know what I mean I know, like it's yeah, like yeah. it's like do you know the women says to you do you know what I heard yeah like, like where you were you know people be saying probably stuff about yeah the cruise ships like oh well I heard what they actually do with that food is like yeah. you know and you're probably going no they don't so um yeah no, it's uh, all very above board and so two two and a half say to open a grave a new grave if you don't see, my man's definitely getting a pauper's view. Yeah, that me. would be in Bad Griff. The likes yeah. of Jardis Town, I think it's 4,200. Now, I, I, I can't, I'm trying to remember yeah. exactly, but it's about 4,200 for Jardis Town. That would be, see, some of them are four burials, some are three burial. Um, then Glass Nevin, you actually go down, a lot of them are, like some, they're called gone over graves. Or they're, cause they're, What's that mean? So there'd be somebody, like my dad, we got a new grave in Glass Nevin, but if you actually look at the records... Like there's people that were buried there in the 1800s that we don't know, but that's just the way. Okay, to sink down and yeah. <laughs> Rebecca's looking at me. I thought you could be going to say hello to someone. And like, yeah. can I ask you what would you want? Do you know what? It's terrible. I keep changing my mind. I think to be honest, like I suppose, like I always say to my family and my husband, like please just don't spend fortune on me do you know mm-hmm. but then in saying that I know if, if I knew that something was gonna happen I'd probably change my mind yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. um I don't know I don't mind like I don't it doesn't really bother me I just think when I'm gone I'm gone and it's like what I don't know some people have a fear you know you hear people saying oh I don't want to be committed because they're afraid they'll wake up but like you know there's a I mean, that's not going to happen. I mean, if yeah. you get through the embalming process yeah. and all that, you're definitely, and you wake up then. Yeah. And, you know, that's definitely <laughs> not going to happen, I can tell you. But um, but then I suppose some people don't want to be buried. They're afraid of being buried because, buried. you know, you hear people going, oh, what if you were buried alive? And all, like, you know. But. And then, like, what kind of, and I'll come back to it, like, what kind of atmosphere is there in your job? Like, are you as great crack do you as get on? Like, and oh, I yeah, used to, like, just have our parties and everything. Yeah, stand them though. I now I get on with most of them. Yeah, yeah. And, but to be honest though, like a lot of the times you're in a funeral home on your so depending on you know whatever branch you're in. Like I could be in Stafford's out in Port Marnock. I'd be on my own that day. There wouldn't always be somebody there with me. Now you'd have a lot of 
some of the drivers would be coming in and out, but mm. a lot of the times be on your own. So when you're talking to the other, your colleagues, it'd be on the phone. You know, you might ring them in another branch mm. and have a chat, whatever. But um, most of us have a good sense of humour and you kind of have to um, because, I don't know, I don't think, otherwise you'd be miserable all the time. Because you're dealing, like, when you're dealing, when you're arranging a funeral, obviously you have to be very sensitive, very compassionate. Sometimes, you know, if you're having a day where it's really busy, you might be a bit draining you know because you're you're taking an awful lot of their grief on as well you know and um so I think then once you switch off and you go home you just have to that's Mm. why I watch reality stupid reality tv Mm. my husband's like what are you watching that for and I'm like because it's just good to switch off you know and Mm. yeah so so it's not for I suppose it's not a job for everyone but yeah and because that's why I was I would be just I mean, when I tell people, it's like, how do you clear a room? Tell them you're a funeral director. You know, people yeah. are just like, you know. Um, and most of the time, like, if I'm if I meet someone for the first time, say a friend, and go, get tell them what you do. So I was like, tell them what you do. Stop. And I'm like, well, I work in a funeral home. Ah, stop your mess. And they always think you're joking. Yeah. Um, or like they think it's weird, or you know. But and then they're like, well, you wouldn't have thought you were a funeral director when they get to know you. Then like, because that's what I'm saying. Like I know. Like, it's usually a man too, but you don't look like a funeral director. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the yeah. woman that I see, and like, and maybe if you were, it's like, do you go out and do all that? Like, or what? Like, literally, some people go out, and like, this lady was in a suit, and she was like, she Oh, yeah, like, no, I'd wear a suit, like, we yeah. a Stafford suit. And mm. yeah, and I wouldn't be out on funerals that much, the yeah. odd one, or like, sometimes if it's a fam, like someone I know, I'd, mm. I'd go out on the funeral. Um, but yeah, I'd have to wear the suit, and yeah. you know, um, but she, no, she, she was like, like she looked a little bit like Mr. Trunch Bolt, like, you know, like you know, like she. Well, I don't know. God. Maybe I'm gonna look like that when I'm old. Yeah, and I was like, God, she's a real, like you know, just because the way the men always look real, yeah. and I was like, I couldn't imagine you like. Oh, like full. no, I'd have me in. I have to have me hair done, me nails done, me makeup on. Like you know, I yeah. I'm, like if I walked into a funeral home, I'd I'd love to see your face. Because I'd feel a bit comfortable. Like, ah, Rebecca. Know, like, no, because I'm like, oh, look, oh, she looks real nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I try. Like, I mean, Jesus, save me husband's list to this now. He'd be gone. Sorry, <laughs> what? <laughs> you want to see her face at yeah, home? Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, what family wants to? It's like, you know, people are be like, would you be crying with the families? And I'm like, no, of course not. Like, no family wants to come in and see someone who looks miserable sad yeah and who's crying with them no yeah. family wants that um so you know i try and have a smile on my face obviously not when they're telling me mm. about how someone passed away um and i try and be i suppose the way i see it is like i would imagine because I, I remember when so my dad passed away 10 years ago before i was a funeral director and i remember we were in the hospital and we were like what do we do now i remember we were um, put into the family room and the nurse said just need to arrange the funeral and we were like what? like how do we do what do we do hadn't a clue because it's a real um it's a real irish thing nobody talks about it until mm. the thing happens and then it's all like you know um and then we walked i remember we just walked into a funeral directors and we just we hadn't a clue what to do mm. and that's i suppose the way i feel like people would be probably overwhelmed and a little bit it's a little bit daunting and then as well as that if you've never organized a funeral before 
and then the thoughts of walking you know like walking into yeah. the funeral home and um so that's i really just when the, the from the first call and from the time they come in i usually would just say you know sit down and make yourself comfortable and don't worry i'm going to talk you through everything and usually by the end of it they're all you, you can see people are a little bit tense yeah. at first and that's the thing a lot of the times there will be a lot of tension within a family as yeah. well because like I suppose they, they're not eating properly they're tired they've been crying on a normal day you'd be you know yeah, of course so I just have to take all of that into consideration and then I just hope that I make them feel comfortable that's my main thing and then usually by the end of it they're relaxed and as I said, sometimes they'll have a little joke and they've kind of, yeah. you know. Um, and then it's gas because sometimes a lot of families, like, they'd start laughing about something. And the first thing they do straight after is what? They apologise for laughing. Yeah. Like, oh, so- sorry. Like, they're apolog- they feel bad for laughing yeah. because someone has just died. But, like, that's just normal. You know what I mean? You can't be, you, you need a little bit of humour. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like. Like. So I, I think when I was sorry, saying, now I feel like I'm being really bored. No, you're not. It's, this is what <laughs> poor Rebecca's like. That. No, this is exactly what I want to hear. Like, and you know, like, and we try and keep it as you know. With yeah, a, like ask me anything, and obviously I just have to be mindful of. Yeah. I don't know. You know, if, if someone is listening to this who so, has recently lost someone, I don't want to upset yeah. anybody. And it's I, just to try and make everyone. I don't know. Like, it, there's just the hush hush behind. You know what a funeral director does and. Yeah, I just... But as you said, it's such a tense time. There could be, you know, high tension between the family. You know, so, you know, daughters losing mothers, mothers losing yeah. children. And all they want is a friendly face or someone who can... Like, my friend yeah, passed... Sometimes you nearly feel like a mediator yeah. as well. Like yeah, that's and right, yeah. Like, most families get along, but even the ones that get along, there's still going to be tension. Mm. Because especially if you have a few, you know, if if this is the, the second parent to die and say there's five siblings. Mm-hmm. You're all going to want different things. That's why it's always a good idea if the person has said, this is what I want. It's, yeah. It's, it's easier mm. if they come in knowing, like, you know, and, and it's sometimes, you know, a family would come in and say, she knew exactly what she wants. Sorry now, but she knows exactly what she wants. And I'm like, great, because... Yeah. Because... And I do try and say to the family, like, just think of what is it that they wanted? Because I know I'd probably have a different opinion to my sister or, you know, my brother. And that's what, like, my friend Natalie, like, she said to me, we're here, like, and she'd be actually dying now. Like, she'd, she'd, I wouldn't be surprised if I, t- I didn't tell her you were here because she'd be up beside you. <laughs> she um, invited her Yeah, up. <laughs> she's like, she, like, she's, I, I, I don't know, she's mad, but she said to me, like, because we were slagging and I was saying, me, me ma, like, and a few bars. Is this the girl that had decorated yes. the room? Oh, I remember yeah. listening to that one. Yeah, yeah and she yeah. Was, and I'll talk about that as well. Like, but she was like to me, but what's your ma want, Rebecca? And I was like, no, God, lads, <laughs> my ma's not dying. Like, my ma's not dying. Like, you know, she'll be in Northside tomorrow. You'll be grand. But like, she, like, people like, what does she want? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, have you ever asked her? And like, Paul's sister would be like, you know, oh, we pay this. And I listen to this song for everyone. And his ma's like, I know exactly. I don't want, I want hymns. Don't play. Mm. And I think there should be an open and honest conversation. Yeah. Of what you actually want yeah. for funerals. Yeah. But probably, yeah, everyone should probably write down what they want. Now, obviously, in 20 years' time, that might change, mm. so you can 
you know, update it or whatever. We update everything else. There's mm. so many. I'm sure there's uh, that there's now some kind of venting app for. Yeah, you have to do that. Um, I shouldn't have said, shouldn't have said that. Girl. I'll edit that out now. Rebecca is like yeah, taking notes, note but you know, that. like yeah. like it's you know everyone has everyone's journaling now. But like I'd say, if you ask them to write down their thoughts, or, oh no no no, I don't mm. talk about that. It's a, it's a really don't want to talk. It's an Irish thing as well. I don't know. Yeah, if other countries are like that. You know, probably in America they're not. They like to talk about everything. And then, like, how, you know, when it comes to, like, I, when my friend died, like, I found that funeral director to be absolutely amazing because it's, like, she um, is a young widow now and he was brilliant and he just made sure that she was okay. Like, she was the priority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you would find that a lot of people would be focusing on things like, what are we going to do for food after? But what, like, what if people can't get out of work for this? What if, what if, what if? And I'm always saying to families, stop worrying about other people. Other people are there for you. And they don't care about, I know you want them to have refreshments afterwards, but stop fretting over that. Like, you know, just to make sure you're okay. Um, But I suppose people just want it to look nice and it to go well. And it's a lot of pressure on the family. Like, when you actually think about it, other people should be the ones organising mm. refreshments. And I yeah. suppose in a lot of families they do. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think a decent person, if you're going to a funeral, that's the last thing you're thinking about. You just want to pay your respects. And, Everyone but like, don't you? You'll always get yeah. some. Everyone's a soup have, sandwich. <laughs> that'd you, be my man. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have any ham sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Um, but people are like, yeah, and this no, is the thing. Like, I think it's just the Irish in us. Like, because when my aunt died, it is got, definitely yeah, we're, we're a strange, we're a strange, a strange bunch. Yeah, as Lisa yeah. says, my friend Lisa Wallace says, uh, "It's nothing stranger than folk. Like, it's nothing queer than folk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, we're so strange. Like, the army because um, did the, 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 the feud for horse. And he said, "Did you see them sandwiches? Them sandwiches were something else, weren't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. There was every type of sandwich going. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like." What about what? the rest of the day? Yeah, I'm like, your sister's just died now, but them sandwiches yeah. were something else. Yeah, or I wouldn't have liked, those flowers now, I wouldn't mm. have been into those flowers now, I thought they were a bit, you know, yeah. people are always commenting, like, we're very judgmental, like, yeah. Do you know, like, what, so there's one thing, and I'll ask you as well, like, so I said to Paul, if I die, if I die young, especially, like, as mm. in, I was like, I need a PA system in that church. I need... Everyone, I, there's nothing worse than, and everyone's going, oh God, oh God. And someone's going, what do you say, what do you say? Yeah. When you're giving a eulogy, lads, any, just a piece of his advice, the back of the church can't hear you. And I was like, well, get yeah. a PA system and get that out there. Do you know, I think though, a lot of people like, I'll do the eulogy. And mm. I think once they step up on that altar and everyone's just like, all of a sudden everyone's staring at them, I just think like, you know, I I know I'd be petrified. I'm not a public yeah. speaker. Like even I told when I came here, I was like, oh, my heart's beating so fast. Mm. Um, so I think people just mumble. Yeah, you know, you're not used to projecting your voice, and it's just not something that you're used to. Um, but it's shocked like, because you want to hear those I stories. Know. Yeah, and then when someone's mumbling. And like it's like the pilot on the plane. What? Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> and then everyone's gone. Yeah, God. and I'm like. I have no clue. So I said to Paul, yeah. seriously. Because I'm... I what did ta- he say? What yeah. Did say? What did he say? Because everyone's say? laughing and yeah. you feel like you've missed out on the and joke. Like, what was yeah. the joke? I, I would probably end up in Prizewood Church. And like in Prizewood Church, it's a big old church. Yeah. And like that, I was like, Paul, if I die, you get it. And I rang, he said to me, do you think... But Paul might not be able... You see, the thing That's is, is that he'd be too sad to maybe... Mm. Because you think you'll be okay. 
Like I remember my friends, God, I hope she won't want me saying this, I won't say her name, but her husband died quite, he was diagnosed with cancer and like within, I think it was three months, he, he and he was only, I think he was 43 God. when it happened. And I, as far as I can remember, she got up to speak and I remember thinking, I just, because they've two young kids, I was thinking, I don't think, now she was absolutely amazing, mm. but I don't think I would be, like, yeah, I just don't think I'd be. I think it would just the emotion would get to me, and I think that's probably what happens. And you do see sometimes people have to step in and finish. Yeah, the and I think that's probably what happens. They're just they, yeah, they, because that's you know, why I said like even and they're what, shy. They're probably a bit shy and as well. And they're yeah, they're mm. not you know because you see like, the priest coming over and yeah fixing the mic for them. But yeah, I'd be the person in the room going, no, he's not doing it. No, <laughs> no, he's not doing it. Like pause it to me. Do you think I'd be thinking it? But and I was like, yeah, no. So now I had to ring, ring a few of my friends. I'll make sure. Pause. Yeah, please. I will. Yeah, because I rang. We felt I was like, look, he can't do the eulogy. Someone else is going to have to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, but I, you have to be clear. Like I want that back of the room crying. Like I want. Did you not get what your friend Alan? Yeah, he's on TV, so he would know what to. He'd be well. You get yeah. someone who's used to doing yeah, it. Like, yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. I was like, you'd have to do it because there's nothing worse than like, you know, when you, I love a good eulogy, I have to say. Yeah, it's nice to hear yeah. um, a bit about the... To be honest, like, it's a pity there's not more of that during a, a mass service. Mm. Like, it's a pity it's always kind of if only like a few minutes long towards the end. Like, because really it is the person's last time. Yeah. It's, the, it's a goodbye and... um. Yeah, it's a pity there's not a bit more, kind of. And I don't want to talk too much about priests, but I can imagine, like, there is priests can be sometimes, like, like for example, in private I church. I have to be very careful. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, they don't, they don't, they did warn or me before. Or you're this. for a job on that cruise. <laughs> but the priests don't, like, allow you to, they only allow hymns or... Like, I do think it should be more of a celebration. Yeah, now some, it depends on the church and it depends, like, some priests are kind of more lenient and, mm. you know, they're very... Like, you know, whatever the family want, whatever the family want, which is great, like, mm. and probably the way it should be. And then others are probably a little bit more old school and which is, I mean, for a funeral, maybe they should be. A bit, I don't know. I, yeah. you know, um, but that's what I suppose some people you have the option now of having a service mm. in like the Stafford's out in Bally Fairman is huge. Um, and we do a lot of services there now. And, you know, you we can get a celebrant for you and the whole thing is more or less oh really just, tell me yeah that. so so the celebrant would go through would organize everything but you can have any kind of music played like their favorite songs actually when you go to if you go to the church and you go to the crematorium afterwards it's usually then a 20 minute service in the crematorium in the chapel in wherever it may be Town or mount jerome wherever um and you can have a song played at the beginning and a song played at the end of the service and it can be any kind of music at all. Like it doesn't have to. And some people like that because for the church they've been restricted to religious hymns. Mm-hmm. Now some churches allow the odd song within Do you have to have the priest at the crematorium? Well they would usually go or someone from the, the funeral team in the church would go but it's usually the priest that would go. Mm. Um, but you don't have to. Like I mean if a member of the family said look I want to be the one to. Well that's fine like yeah. To be honest, they'd probably be delighted that they wouldn't have yeah. to, to travel to the crematorium. But, like, yeah, so you could always do. But you'd be surprised. 20 minutes can be quite long to yeah. try and fill, yeah. to speak about somebody and, you know. Um, go back to Ballyfermot. So, like, if you wanted to have, like, your cere- a ceremony there, can you have a ceremony there and then go straight? Yeah, so, so 
at the moment you could have a service there and then you know you could have an hour-long service or 40 minutes 50 Mm. minutes whatever and then go to the crematorium and we're hoping to you know have a thing where you can have the service there and then you can um you don't have to then go to the crematorium like Mm. we will look after everything afterwards you can do the whole lot in the funeral home there's a we are there is going to be a Stafford's in Kulak soon. Oh, very well, good. hopefully, um, where the oh they took over the old Tato factory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to be absolutely huge. Yeah, and we're hoping to have a crematorium and the whole thing, so you could have the whole lot done. That'd yeah. be incredible. Yeah, because I think it is. It's a lot of you know. It's a drain, like to do all that traveling, and if you can do it in one place, and God, yeah, yeah do you know what I and people know from the podcast because I say it all the time that I am very religious, so I would of course like yeah. to have like a religious ceremony. But I think, but you could have a kind of a religious ceremony in the yeah, you know, it doesn't have to. But I suppose to be honest, like churches are a lot of the. Ch- a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Churches are nice you know mm. what I mean it's a lovely build some of them are lovely buildings so I can understand why you know mm. and it, like it's so multicultural now like we don't just do Catholic funerals like we've there's Methodist Presbyterian Church of Ireland um, and then there's you know you will have some people that are they're not not religious mm. but they just don't really want to go to the church and they would rather have a celebrant you know and that's to be honest it's the person's choice and it's what they want like for me I would prefer to have a service mm. um, and have friends and family involved and but I don't know just I could change my mind I mean that's at the moment but you could change your mind and Natalie Cooney's going to go mad when she hears about Kulak. What? Natalie Cooney's going to die when she hears about Kulak. (laughs) 
No, I swear to God. Like she, so she is taking selfies. Yeah, she was taking selfies. So she'd be that's like going to be absolutely huge. Like, yeah, it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. Um, so yeah. So she, like, again, like, do you ever see like what what she did? So she went and got all these curtains or whatever she did. She got and she put it around. She decorated and she'd like lights and that everything. was for her was that for her, for her mom and for her, her her granny but then she that's like actually really nice like yeah. fair play to her for doing that that's really nice and it was beautiful and then my, ev- if my mother was listening to this she'd be like you wouldn't be doing that no me. i do or die and to be <laughs> honest I, big effort, I, like, i'd be yeah. like oh my god and then she no she didn't rent about she'd go like anyone the neighbors that died and my sister-in-law her mom died oh jesus sorry her aunt died and she went and brought that stuff to today when she did it for them and all and i was like you should go into business doing something like that going around and decorating houses yeah but like do people go like that like do, and you just get like no oh, that was a great idea oh that was a great funeral or like as in what the f- you know like, so if you were to walk into a room and it was all decorated would you be like oh no this is lovely oh, no i'd be like that's look because i suppose like it's your fa- your loved one, so and the thing like a lot of people would want the person to be brought back to their house mm. and repose there. Mm. Some people would repose in the funeral home, so I think it's nice. Like when you know, even in the funeral home, I'd say to families, if you want to bring in photos or you mm. know make it your like yeah. you're very welcome here, just make it be like you're at home, and they'd put stuff up that reminds them. No, probably not, they're probably not hanging curtains now. Yeah. That's probably a stretch too far, yeah. but um. Like that, someone's been brought home. You want them, you want it to look nice. And like that cheer, like you'll find a lot of people will want, you know, you'll see on the notice they'll ask and people wear colourful yeah. clothing, especially sometimes if it's somebody young. Like, and the flowers will be full of colour. People want colour. They just, they don't want this, you know. Yeah. Like morbid kind of. Now some of the older people, maybe it's more old school, they'll, they want everyone wearing suits and, you know, but like look, it's. Yeah, an individual thing. Isn't people it, like, really? like they're going moved away from the black and they want to put on color. Yeah. Can I ask you about not the embalming process? Maybe it is the embalming process. Like you know when you walk up to to a coffin and someone's laid out and you're like, oh my god, they look great, or you're like, oh my god, they look terrible. <laughs> so I suppose modern day medicine is great, but sometimes it can interfere with the embalming process. Like, um, but the to have an open, you would need to have embalming done to have an open coffin. To preserve the body, um, yeah, and then sometimes you will. So sometimes the person, if they've been very, very sick and dying for a while, I suppose just right when they die, they probably look really, really, really ill. Mm. And so sometimes then, when they become embalmed and when they're dressed and the bit of makeup and the hair is done, a lot of families are like. And they'll, they'll again they'll say like this gonna sound really silly but like she looks really well and mm. and that's actually when we hear that feedback from a fam- like that's you know that means a lot to us because it can be very very hard like and we do have to say to families like but the expectations you know I'm you know sometimes they'll be giving you a photograph from 15 years ago and I'm like I can't even look like that I did 15 years mm. ago do you know <laughs> and so you have to be realistic and say look because they were sick or, you know, um, with things like morphine or a lot of medications, um, it can kind of interfere with mm. that kind of thing. But we try, we, we try so hard um, because it is the last time you're going to see somebody. And we want them to look, I suppose, that they're peaceful and asleep, really. And, you know, 
Do you remember um, and our anniversary should be coming up soon? Neve that was on Instagram. I think you would have because I think she followed you. And do you remember she dyed lovely curly hair and she had Abby, her daughter Abby. She died of a heart attack. Um, no, I don't. Oh, yeah, I'll show you a picture this of it. It's terrible. Now, it, like, if my friend Lisa was listening to this, she'd be like, that's typical Grace. She'd be talking with someone, and I'd yeah. say, no. She'd say, Grace, she, she sat beside her in school. She always used to reach. She, she you know, she had, she had a, a bit of a following, like, and she was just her and her daughter. And, um, was she, she like an, an influencer? No, no, like she, she was just it was she was she was like she was putting herself she, out there. She had a heart attack. She, I think she'd heart trouble and she I'm had sure if you showed me a picture, yeah. I'd probably I'm just really bad with Yeah, and she a little, she'd, it was her and her little girl and she'd always but she'd always like reach out and she'd always be like, You're doing well and everything and then when she died, like I just put it on Instagram because I found out she died and but I knew the people who I followed she, she was following. Young, was she? she was in her forties, yeah. Heart like I think was she in her late forties, I think, and um the thing was, I, I said, I don't, I, even though I didn't know her, I think I met, do you know what, I, I got a PR box sent to me and it was for curly hair shampoo, right? <laughs> and yeah. I said, I'll send it down to her because she yeah. lived down in, down, down in Maid and I said to her, just send me your address. And that was the only, I didn't have any contact with her and I sent it down to her and then she died. So I said, do you know what, I'll go to the funeral and everyone was saying to me at the funeral, oh my God, I can't believe you're here, thanks for ah, coming. Yeah. And I was like, ah, God, I had to. And they were like, oh, I'd want to see her, Rebecca. She had her eyebrows and all on, she was massive. And like, I was like, I'm not lovely, like the things yeah. that people and take And we don't, sometimes, like I'd say, you know, because it's probably going to get I don't know what way we're going to be like I suppose a lot of older people that pass away are quite you know subtle with the makeup but I'd be yeah. thinking what are we going to be like I know <laughs> we're going to have to have filters over our faces like I this would be like make sure I have a filter over me in the coffin but um <laughs> um like I'd say to you know we're not makeup artists or beauticians like yeah. we can do the basic but if you wanted to, like if anyone was asking for contouring and false I'd be like listen you know, Need someone who like a perfect like I wouldn't even be a, I couldn't yeah. even do my own makeup like that. So, um, and even like that with hair, you know, sometimes we'd be like, we'll tidy the hair, we'll wash the hair, we'll mm. try and style it as best we can. But if you need like a particular haircut, you want layers cut into it or anything like that, again, we'd say we'd have to probably get a hairdresser Just to do, do that. It. Like you know, and then you have to remember someone's lying down as well gravity and all of that so like that's but I suppose people don't think you know like they're coming in and they're not thinking straight yeah. like they're showing you a picture of the person at a wedding and they want them to look like, like that a, but you know it's because this up like Paul's funny I think one I think maybe even Lindsay Paul's sister did her hair like you know that that she was like she was uh, uh, that core you know that core that yeah core. like sometimes that you know, can be hard to think, yeah I yeah mean, like, yeah, you do her hair. Like, I couldn't even <laughs> think of someone doing her hair. And then I had yeah. Jordan, and he got hired to do makeup in a funeral home. And we had yeah. a great chat about it. And he was like, I did my mask makeup when she yeah. died. Um, and he was like, I did our, our lashes, I did our eyebrows, I did our lip, yeah. I did everything. I think it's actually, re- I know not everyone would be comfortable. And it's easy for me to say, like, obviously I'd be comfortable doing it. I know not everyone would be comfortable. But I think it's a really nice... Especially if you see, like, it's a daughter and they're doing the mother's makeup. I actually think that's really nice. You're looking at me going, no. Do you not think it's a real, like, it's, it's a bonding kind of thing? It's like you're... Bonding no. grace. <laughs> I love, like, God, now my mom is fit and healthy. She's yeah. like, knock on wood. But, um, like, I'd like to make sure she looks, you know, my sister, if she listens to this, she'd be like... <laughs> she'd be ringing me mom now straight away. But, like, yeah, I think it's a nice little... And I like when I was asking, but I can him, understand if you didn't. You yeah, know, like I get like that. if I, Paul's mum again, she's like, yeah, you better do me hair, and I'll Paul's sister, Paul's sister hair, and she's like, yeah, I'll have you massive, I'll have you massive in the coffin. <laughs> yeah. 
Like that's the yeah. task. It's so random the things that yeah. go, go on in people's And like heads. I don't think, like in a lot of countries, um, I don't think an open coffin, like that's a strange mm. thing. I think, was I watching now? while ago was the Kardashians or something and Kim Kardashian said uh, she was like oh my god you know like guess what they had like the coffin the casket as they call them mm. the casket was open and they were like wow and I was like yeah. that's the kind of norm here like do you know now some people would have it closed but it's a very and it is strange when you think about it like I was only thinking about it the other day and I was saying I don't know if I want everyone coming in and staring at me, mm. like, you know, because it's a nosy thing as well. Yeah, and that's true. People are coming in just for a nose. They're coming in one mm. to have a look at you dead in the coffin <laughs> yeah. and see how you look so that they can tell Deirdre down the road. But also they're they coming want to, to be look the at the house. In. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. coming at you. She's massive. Yeah, the repose is not till three and they're there, of they're course, yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, yeah, like, we... Are we early? Yeah. And, like, even when my cousin died... um. We two deaths this year, unfortunately. And when my cousin died, we went to the house and they're like, go on and see him. Go on and Push, see him. Everyone's pushing each other in the door. Yeah, like, and yeah. I'm like, I'll be in in a minute. Now go on and see him. Isn't he gorgeous? And here I am. <laughs> like, you know, I got it. You know, no offence to any of my aunts or aunt or to my aunt Lally, sorry. But like, they're like, not just We're him. doing a lot of apologies. I know. But like, you're like, isn't, go in, go in. And I'd be like, I'll go in in a minute. Yeah. And then they're like, isn't he gorgeous? Look at him. Go, give him a kiss. Give him a kiss. <laughs> I'm like, would, would you? I know. I remember when I was, I think it was one of my mom's aunts. I was very young. And I remember, touch her, go and feel how cold she is. <laughs> I think I was probably about 12 or something. And I was like, and of course I was, you know, a kid. I was like, yeah. oh, and I did. And But like, it's this probably fascination. Probably stays with you forever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably why I'm a funeral director. director. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't always want to be one. <laughs> Jesus, like I... I think it's more of a profession for when you're a little bit older. What took you into it? Like, what made you wake up? Did you wake up one day? Like, what was the plan? I don't... Do you know what? I don't know exactly. I I was in... So I was in my last job. I worked in an optician's. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, there's a few families that have come in and they're looking at me and they're going, I know your face from somewhere. And I'm <laughs> like, you wear glasses. Do you get your glasses? And I'm sort of an optical. They're a plug for a sort of an optical. Um, that's where I know you're from. I'm sure they're looking at me going, this is very strange. Um, I w- was working there, I think it was there 16 years, and I just had the itch to do, you know, when you get, like, I'll do something different. And I was kind of curious about funeral directing, but I was like, I don't know. And then there was no job. I'd never seen any jobs being advertised. I thought, sure, obviously you have to be in the family or two, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I remember I was talking to, I don't know if you follow her, the nav- Tara, she's the navigation coach. Mm. Um, she Oh, she's lovely. And we were talking one day and she goes, I know guys, funeral director, I'll get him to give you a call. Now he's based in Sligo. And I was like, okay. And then before I knew he was ringing me and we were chatting and he says, you're always welcome up to Sligo if you want to have a look at, just see what it's like. And I did go up to Sligo. He had a, like an, what you call, like an, an induction day or introduction yeah. I can't remember what he called it for embalming and funeral directors and all it was a day a thing like for just for the day and so I drove up to Sligo going back in the one day because I was like look sure if this is all what they call manifesting Rebecca did you manifest <laughs> no job? I did Ma- come here Manif- I have to laugh this manifesting manifesting is like you have an idea and then you put it into action and I'm like but sure is that not everything like you know but um so I went and then I was like, there's no one really, like, there was no jobs, and I used to be always looking. And then the funny thing was that I, Stafford's advertised for a hair striver. 
And sure, I was like, okay, well, I can't be a hair driver, but I'll send my CV in because they might see it then. Yeah. So I sent, I said, look, I can't drive a hearse. I've never driven a hearse. I've never worked in a funeral home, but like, I would like to. And then John, the general manager, gave me a call one day. Now, when I sent that off, I was kind of like, I'm not going to hear back from them. Mm. Then when I got the call, I was like, oh, God. You know, when you feel like you start something and now you're like, now I'm in deep. So and then he said to come in for a chat, which I did. And then they offered me the job. I said, yeah. And I do recall the day I was handing in my notice for my other job. I was like, what have I done? Oh my God, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And my boss in my old job, I remember saying to her, like, I started laughing because I get, when I get nervous, I laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I just have, my son's the same. And she says, What are you laughing? I said, Kira, I'm leaving. She was like, Oh, she's like, Where, where, are, you, where are you going? And I started laughing. And she said, Oh my God, she says, You're going to Specsavers, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, No. And she said, where are you going then? And she says, is it another opticians? And I said, no, I wouldn't do that to you. She goes, where are you going? And I says, uh, to work in Stafford's. She was like, I think she probably thought the bakery or something. Yeah. She said, Stafford's? And I said, yeah, the funeral home. <laughs> oh, stop. She goes, you're winding me up. And then to be honest, everyone I told after that, they just all were laughing. Going, no, there's no way. They said, you in a funeral home. Mm. And I remember my first day there, I was still thinking... Like, what have I done? Because sometimes I can be a bit impulsive and make decisions. <laughs> Do you know, we can make decisions depending mm. on what mood we're in. And right. then think, okay. you know, when you accept an invitation. Like, yeah. will you come on this podcast? Okay. Yeah, sure. I think I'm asking you about a year, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, every, Rebecca, listen, if you're having any, like, I don't have to come up this evening, you know, there's no problem. Um, and then, sure, that was December 2019. I'm yeah, sure. And every day I was like, oh, Jesus, now, you know, I hope now this goes okay and and then I just loved it and I actually started just before COVID. COVID so I was being trained in how to be a funeral director and then everything kind of changed because obviously they they've never been most mm. of them have never been actually none of them would have worked as a funeral director during a pandemic yeah so I was I had a lot of Glenrow fear every mm. Sunday night or the Sunday scaries, whatever they call it. I remember mm. he said Glenrow fear to my boss and he just didn't get it. He's like, What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so I got through all that anyway and yeah. What so do you think was, about the English? As in how do they keep their bodies for so long? That's what I'm thinking. They must be the least stressful funeral directors in the world. Yeah. Like, but I, uh, like, oh, I think that's too long. I don't know. what I actually don't. I wonder, is it, there's obviously a reason. I must actually, I should really research why it takes long. I don't know if it's something to do with, like, if someone needs a post-mortem, they have to wait until it's done before. They can actually have the funeral, whereas here... A postmortem would delay things, but not by long. Mm. And you can still have the funeral before the results come back. And they're doing funerals on Saturdays now. Oh, they've all, yeah, they've done funerals on Saturdays. Now, not on a Sunday, but on, actually outside of Dublin, they do them on Sundays. I didn't know yeah. that. No, because I'm not really like... Yeah, no, every day except Sunday. Yeah. So he'll go in and, and they don't do it in the church overnight anymore. You can some most a lot of the churches you can now, but they did stop that during COVID because oh. the tradition was that the removal the night before. Sorry, excuse me. Um, everyone would shake hands at the end of it. Oh yeah. So they had to stop all of that. Mm. Um, but now they're you can. To be honest, a lot of even before COVID, a lot of families weren't doing that because mm. it was too much. Because mm. you're 
you're having the, the wake or the reposal, whatever you want to call it. And then you're going, so everyone's turning up for that. Then you're going to the church the night before. Then everyone's showing up for that. Then you have the funerals. And it's a lot. It mm-hmm. is a lot for a family. Um, so some families still have it, but a lot of, like we didn't have it for my dad. That was 10 years ago. And we just decided now it's too. So you don't do the funeral mass anymore. And the, the No, you'd have the funeral. You'd have the, so the, you'd have the reposal usually the day before and then the funeral the next morning then. And you do the reposal in the church or? No, in, in the, the funeral. So film. a lot of people confuse the reposal with the removal. Right. So a reposal would also be called, some people call it a viewing or a wake, I suppose. Um, so that's where you do you have it the, the afternoon or evening before. Mm. Um, a lot of people would go to that if they can't go to the funeral mass mm. the next day or vice versa. Um, so it just gives you a chance to pay your respects and have a good L natter. It's maybe like a night out sometimes yeah, yeah for people like some yeah. of the funerals now i'm looking at them like i'm like that is just all mad whereas i know you just want to get blind drunk and probably like just forget <laughs> it you know what i mean but like some of the funerals now are just incredible like you see the horse drawn carriage you yeah, see yeah. the huge display of flowers it's yeah. just yeah crazy yeah it's a big thing i suppose it's like it's nearly like planning for a wedding but you don't have you have a limited amount of time like it's amazing how fast you can actually mm. organize something like that like a funeral it's fascinating how you can have it organized like if someone came in I just didn't know what that was <laughs> my kids um if um someone passed away for example on the sunday the family came into us on the monday a lot of the times the funeral would be over and done with by the wednesday and it's i've i actually noticed that with irish people like it's they want to have it done as quickly as possible. They don't mm-hmm. want to wait. I don't know how they wait that long in England, I suppose, but they probably don't have a choice. But but even yeah. like, you know, and they say like, if if someone dies on the Friday and then they're opposed in the home all over the weekend. Yeah, you can do that. Up. Yeah, it, it is a lot though. I think it's a lot for fun, but I suppose it, like it's up to the family. But um and then I suppose you have to be careful in the if it's real, like if we're having a heat wave or something, because most mm. of our homes are not equipped with air conditioning. Mm. You know, you'll hear someone saying, "We'll just open the window," but I'm not like, sure. Yeah. It's probably hotter outside than it is inside. Yeah. But um, so sometimes we would have to, you know, say mm, three nights might be too much. Yeah, it is a lot. But I suppose traditionally, from you know, people from the country, that's a thing. I think my uncle was a few days. Yeah, and it's a it's a big. Shindig yeah. nearly like you know it's yeah who's your pal and work like who gets you through like the hard time so I have I do have to mention um Sheila <laughs> Sheila's listen Sheila loves your podcast <laughs> she's the only one besides one or two of my bosses she's the only one I told I was doing this um so I'd have the chats with Sheila and there'd be a few of the others like I'd get along mm. with we'd have the crack you know and what's a Christmas like, party like oh Jesus who won't <laughs> I'll have to talk about that off. <laughs> Great crack. Mm. Like, we really do just, like, you wouldn't be talking about work or anything. It's great crack. Um, loads of fun. Um, usually, well, the last one was, I mean, we had to cancel a few during COVID. The last one was karaoke. I All love right. karaoke. <laughs> love it. I think this year it's a casino night. Yeah, so we do have, you know... I imagine going in like there's a, 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 a program on Netflix if you're ever looking for something just it's called Superstore and uh, they go in to she goes into training like the, at the airport to do training on, on the retail yeah. and they go into an embalming one instead and like they had 
it's all men like you know standing there oh and yeah they, you know and they're like me and mom and then they go in and do their, their training and the girl comes in and she's like um she's like all oh, the guys is this american yeah and is it real or no, is it no, no what it's super superstar on netflix it's very good yeah. yeah we've watched it a million times and um she comes in she goes hey girl she goes to embed them guys want to bring us out for karaoke and drinks <laughs> and they told her to show us the dead bodies you know <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and i'm like this is just like gas like that like you, i'd say if you walked into one of our parties you'd be like they're funeral directors because yeah. this is everyone probably thinks we're sitting around a table yeah. or rosary beads like you know saying <laughs> a decade at the road yeah, yeah. <laughs> um because everyone assumes as well if you're a funeral director like you're really religious like yeah, you know and yeah. sure i wouldn't be and you know it's just it's we're i suppose we're the in between like you know we're there for the family like you have to be like it, you have to have the right balance of being compassionate and sensitive but also being efficient because at the end of the day i can't believe i use that i hate that expression but at the end of the day the family want you to have everything done and that it goes well mm. now i mean i'm sure there's going to be the odd time there'll be a hiccup here or there or whatever but in general everything goes smoothly and that's what you so you have to have the personality for it as well like you know and i mean i wouldn't want to walk into a room and you know someone looking at me I'll say so that's what the priest is here for <laughs> oh, you said that Rebecca <laughs> you'd actually make a really good funeral director would I yeah I think you'd be really good god I could so get the cruise and doesn't work out, out this you know? cruise business and move into something else imagine that people be like what I'm like you've gone from the high seas to this but yeah, um, you never know can I ask you just like a real question that everyone would probably want to know like for people who can't afford a funeral, is there support? There is, so social welfare, you can apply for a grant from them. Um, that's obviously means tested. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, I think it's like a widow, widower's grant if you have dependable children. Um, I think it's up until the age of 18, you can apply for that if a spouse passes away. Or if they're, I think, between 18 and 22 and they're in college, you might be eligible as well for that um there's some people who with the credit union if they have um but i think it depends on the type of credit mm. union account you have there is something in there that they if cover. you die like there's yeah some kind of cover or a lot of people would you can have do it's called an advanced funeral so we would have people that would come in kind of set up what they want so say your mother or somebody um, and they'd pay money off every week and they'd come in and say this is the church we want to go to we want a burial here these are the kind of flowers I want to go for Um, we want a singer and a musician we want you know xyz and then we'd set that up and then um, then they'd pay money off you have to just keep paying money off every week it's a good way of or you could just set up your own I'm sure, like, probably the credit union is probably mm-hmm. the best place. Um, set up your own savings and just make sure that a family member knows. Yeah. You know. But that's mad that they can actually go in to Stafford's and mm. be like, um, so I want, there is a day's 1,000 euro and I'm going to set, or yeah. 500 or 10 euro. Mm. And oh, I'm yeah, going to come in. It's 20 quid a week. Every week. They, with yeah, a few just bob. keep paying it off every single week. It's just, I think that generation are 
just more kind of they're cuter than us we're mm. st- i think we're dope sometimes just spend the money here there and everywhere and they're always they've always been i suppose they come from a time when they didn't have money for just anything yeah. and they always had to save and watch where their pennies were coming from and that stayed with them and so this is their next mm. kind of they don't want to leave a load of debt with their children and you know ma so. if you're listening <laughs> um, tell me about gravestones like do you are using on how soon after just can the gravestone come down and so all that? that's not something so there is um like we have people that we would recommend you know a stone mason and mm. that would be down the road um mm. you'd have to let the grave settle or if there's already a headstone on it you can just add an inscription to it um but that would be like you know a memorial place or in some of the mm. cemeteries they have their own or we'd have a few that we'd recommend um, and they'll and do whatever you want. Like, geez, the cat. You can go online. Should they? You can get big monuments now and stuff. Well, it depends where the burial is. Sometimes they only allow certain types of. Some of the headstones when you go through. Do you ever go like? Do you know like Natalie again? Right, she goes to the grave for 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 a walk around. Like, you know what I mean? She'd be like, go down the graveyard. She'd probably make a terrible funeral director. She'd never be in the office. She'd be like, where's she gone? She's, she's following a hearse <laughs> yeah. down the road. She's after seen a hearse going yeah, by there. That's what she's like. Yeah. There's some people say she's a hearse. What is it? There is a name. I a hearse chaser or something. There's a name for somebody that's fascinated I remember finding this came up online before and I can't it was like a started with a T I'll have to look it up Stop, now look it, it up um, and it's a person that loves going to cemeteries yeah um, but like I know a girl I don't know if you've had Tinchy Peg do you follow her Scott? I used to follow her but I don't follow her anymore what? no what I think I followed do? her off my own page or something <laughs> like that I know you love her she's yeah, mad into all yeah, paranormal and all that stuff and she's always saying like I'd love to spend the night in the cemetery <laughs> I think she thinks I'd love to as well and I'm like absolutely no, no. because I'd feel like I was working overtime yeah. so no um, but there is a name for people that love going to but you do find like even when you go to someone's funeral you do see everyone walking by the heads sorry I'm leaning away from yeah. the mic um, people are walking by the heads and they're reading she was only 24 <laughs> There's four of them in there. Like, it's yeah. nearly like, do you know, it's a real nosy kind of... It's, yeah. it, do you know what? It's it's nosiness as well. It's like um, R.I.P. Yeah. Like, do you know, um, like, as I, I'd be joking, I, when I started in Stafford, I said to my mum, you won't be able to ring me up now anymore and say, guess who died? Because I probably already know. <laughs> She's like, mm. <laughs> yeah because she they, they love that like my mum would really gone, do you know your man around the corner mm. and I'm like no you do you went to school with his granddaughter I didn't I don't you do now you do and then she'd say something and I'd say ah oh, no that'll be if that was sudden now they'd have to do yeah yeah no no what'll happen is she's telling me then yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, gas yeah. like they love she needs to look in the newspapers yeah. you know? is that gone uh there's Mostly people put it up on RIP.ie. There is the odd person that will stick it in the back mm. of the newspaper. Um, do you, do but it can work out expensive yeah. enough. Mm. It's a couple of three, between three and four hundred to put it in the newspaper for a small little... Most people go on to RIP. RIP.ie is better because you have... Um, the photo was there. The links are there. You can type in your condolences. Like, um, But I suppose someone maybe older that, you know, or it's a tradition maybe. It's just something Come that, Come here, you know, the webcam now. Oh, I know. Jesus yeah. Christ, it's so popular. Yeah, I that'll stay now. That <clears throat> they won't, I'd say, get rid of that because that all stemmed from COVID. People not being able to go to the church and being able to watch. Who, 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 who was that? The church or was that to? What um, do you think that was? A funeral director went. Oh, do you know what? We'll film that now. 
I'd say, I actually don't know who came up with the idea. I don't actually know. Why did you see me boss? Because that was me. <laughs> it was me. I can't believe you didn't know. I'm yeah. um, sorry now if it was, yeah. but I don't, um, I don't know. Uh, I suppose one, obviously maybe one church did it and then they all kind of followed suit. And then there was a lot of companies that were getting in on the live stream then and, mm. um, but they're probably now most of the churches have the webcams, all the crematoriums have the webcams. Um sure this like when you say there's cameras everywhere now, sure it's like you oh, can't get it. <laughs> you can't get can't away. With anything. Yeah, yeah. I watched my cousins because I had to go to work and I watched my cousins um online in the hotel room and I thought, geez, I'm never doing this again because this is actually <laughs> yeah. awful. Like I'm sitting I had yeah. a meeting like at seven o'clock, ran across to the hotel to sit and do it. And like I was like, and then I had to run back to the ship for the meeting, and I was like, "This is nuts that I'm sitting here on my own." And then watching some people this. want a recording of it, yeah. Which I don't know now if I'd want a recording of a wedding, yeah, but a funeral, I don't know if it'd be something. I yeah, don't know. Maybe no. people think they do, and then down the road they're like, "Why did I Why ask did I for that?" Because then, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit. When I listened to me cousins, I could hear people yapping though. I do you know what I have noticed that. Um, sometimes if I organize a funeral and maybe say it's a singer I haven't used mm. maybe before or something, or I'm just curious how they yes. dance, I want them to sound good. Oh, Grace, are you uh, to say what I think you want to say? Click in and then you can hear, hear them like, did you know I told, no, I told you that. Well, I didn't say it like, and I'd be thinking, oh, Jesus, yeah. they know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they realize that it's on and I don't know. Yeah, because you could hear, and like, I could hear one thing. Look, that there she is. Look, yeah. to see them. And here I was, and who's, I could hear yeah. him saying, Who's that? That's her sister. Yeah. Yeah, that's her sister. And I was like, Oh was my one God. One day I did hear was a singer musician, and they were, it was a bit of, it sounded like it could have gotten heated. It didn't now, but there was. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit, yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. So then I went to another <laughs> funeral after that, and I was sitting there, and I was like, don't open your mouth because you're on camera. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you can even sometimes hear the priest saying to, you know, the sacristan or whatever, yeah. saying, no, put that over there. No, put yeah. it over there, down there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you have to be really careful. Yeah, oh, definitely. Some, one of these days now, someone is probably going to say something that, yeah. you know, but um, he was it's a, handy. He was an out and out diss, sorry, I only say because of... <laughs> what they read, yeah, because yeah. it's like, there's a lot of funny vids. There's actually one that does the rounds now, because you know me, I love good, yeah. funny video. And it was, a, it's... um. It's two. Uh, the first one I saw was two brothers, and they have us at our sister's funeral, and they have their heads down, and then you hear the eulogy. And she was a lovely girl. She was always had a smile on her face, and then you see the two brothers looking at each other, kind of making a face. Gone. <laughs> Do you know it's true. Everyone talks really yeah. well of the dead, like. Yeah. Um, but I suppose the the links for it's great for anyone that's abroad that can't come yeah. home. Mm. Um, it's handy that way. And, well, it depends what country you're living in. They're probably getting up at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, to go to the funeral. But um, yeah, what gets you through a bad funeral? As in, you know, like it, <laughs> you know. Um, I just keep like as in. So, do you mean as in like a really sad like yeah. something that's? Uh, I suppose like there was one. I don't obviously I won't give too much detail because mm. I'm always afraid someone could be listening I don't upset anyone but like it was a very young child and um I found that quite I did find that quite hard um but I just kept saying look 
because I suppose I've two little boys at home and I was like, you know, it's you're getting to go home. You need I just kind of try and be like, you just need to stay on top of everything. And you're getting to go home to your kids and you just need to like it is hard. It is hard. And you can't even I'd say the hardest person some with a heart of stone mm. when it comes to a child they just you know I don't know how, I actually don't know how anyone and even do you know what's actually really sad as well I, even an adult child when you see a parent has to bury mm. uh, which would happen quite a lot that's really sad as well you know because I, I always think they're probably going through photos of when they were little kids and you know mm. it's really really it's just really difficult and I suppose it does make you appreciate what you have now it's saying jesus like i do have a whinge and a moan and mm. give out with stupid things like but it does actually make you realize like you know if you're kind of worrying about something you could get a funeral of someone and you know it was sudden and i'd be thinking oh my god like your problem is just so like insignificant like you know you'll be grand and and like you would see especially you know to be women like i'm in my 40s and you know, there'd be families coming in, the mother has died from cancer and they've little kids and like you can, because you can really relate to that because Mm. she's of the same age and you know, Mm. and so stuff like that does really give you a kick up Mm. the you know what, Mm. don't swear, but um, you know what I mean, so that's the only way to, and then maybe a glass of wine when you get home Mm. and yeah. You used an analogy earlier on, about a movie tell me about it do you remember what you said what was it again sorry there was oh yeah it's <laughs> not what you said so i have no issues talking about death funerals i yeah. am like you know here comes fun bobby yeah <laughs> but in the Barbie movie, there's a scene, they're in Barbie land, everyone's happy, nothing ever goes mm. wrong, no one has any problems, everyone's beautiful, and they're all dancing, there's a dance scene, and then she, so Barbie suddenly says, do something like, do any of you ever think about dying, or do any, does anyone ever think about death, and then the music stops, and everyone just stops, and everyone's looking at her, and she's just like, never mind, <laughs> and that's like me nearly on a night, <laughs> like, I think nothing of it, yeah. I actually find it really interesting. And I don't find it scary. Now, I don't want to die, obviously. Like, I want mm. to live a long and healthy life. And But the whole thing around it is, I, we all have, sure, it's a morbid fascination. You, you, you'd be on the M50 mm. and there'd be traffic and there's an accident. Mm-hmm. And the minute you get past the accident, the traffic's flying. Yeah. It's because every single person is slowing down because they want to see mm. something mm-hmm. They they want to see it and then they don't want to yeah, see it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just this morbid kind of. It's the same when people coming in to see someone. It's, they're probably disappointed if it's a closed coffin, but like you know, they it's just this morbid fascination. Like it's a, it's a very, uh, it's very Irish as well. I think yeah. like yeah, and people love especially you know older people. You hear them saying, "Guess who died?" Guess. It's like a game. <laughs> I'm thinking, this poor person has died. Yeah. And you're like, it's all exciting, you know. And they want to be the first to say, oh, yeah. I, I was around there at the house now. And oh God, yeah. it was very, yeah. Uh, they're all very quiet, they were. And the windows <laughs> were open. And, you know, for the spirits and all yeah. that. So, um, yeah. But you enjoy it? I do like it. Now, I do have my days, don't get mm. me wrong. Like any 
job. Yeah. I do. It's interesting. And I think if I was doing something else, I'd probably be thinking, why, why didn't I stick? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and I mean, from the day that I started, I was, I was thinking, I I don't know if I've made the right choice here. I don't know, (laughs) but sure, look, I'm there nearly four years now. Mm. So like, you know, um, and it is good to see. It's, I think it's bit it, the way more women are coming in now, and it's. I just think it's not as a morbid kind of thing anymore. Like as in, you know, people are becoming a little bit more open to it, and it's not as scary. And I suppose that's what I'm with the social media page. I suppose with Instagram, that's what we're trying to. And what is it, just Stafford's? Stafford's funeral homes. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a follow. Yeah, I'll go and follow it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're fed up with makeup tutorials and people trying to sell you loads of stuff, um, yeah, it's look, it's not as I said, it's not for I'm not trying to promote the business. It's just you know, just to make it easier for people. As I said, you just said it with your dad. Yeah. You're like, what do we do? Haven't hadn't a clue, and like that, you know, the way you were saying, like people asking, like, oh, this is a silly question. And it's never a silly question. It's probably a question loads of people have asked, but, you know, does the coffin get cremated or, you know, are they really... Like, it's stuff... If people have knowledge, if they're educated about it, it won't be as Mm. scary. I think when people are hearing stories, that's what frightens them. Mm. And look, nobody wants to die, but unfortunately, we're all going to... We have all dealt with it or we're all going to deal with it. Um. For a lot of people, it's the first time they've had to... Like, you've probably been to many funerals, but you haven't had to arrange one. Mm. So for a lot of people, I mean, I don't mean this in a bad way. Luckily, hopefully, it'll be apparent, you know, the Mm. order of it won't be someone younger. But, like, um, yeah, it's just to... to, So people are more clued in. They know what's going on and, Mm. you know... Because you don't want to, it's the last time you're saying goodbye to someone, it's the last hurrah, whatever you want to call it. You don't want to look back and think, like, we didn't know what we were doing or, like, we shouldn't have done that or, you know, so. So it's something just for people to think about. And on that note, we leave it there, Grace. Thank you very much, Rebecca. Thank you. (laughs) See, after all that now, I know. (laughs) It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, so thank you. Thanks, Grace. Thanks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.